hey you, yee you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 we are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys, it's your boy Uche, I got my boy, QDZ, for CZ, it's way too easy, I felt outside and it was a little breezy, about, it's it's nippy, you know. It, you may need to carry a sweater outside today, but uh, other than that, I, I I think it's 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 it's, it's reasonable weather. Get your get, get, bring your windbreakers out. Do people still wear those? Actually, your windbreakers. I just wore it yesterday. You wore a windbreaker. I wore a windbreaker, bro. I and haven't I, heard that term in like ten yo, years. Real talk. I just wore it yesterday, and it, it's so thin. It doesn't even like what is it breaking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's the, it's, it's like the thinnest jacket you can wear, right? Hey, listen, wow. man. I don't know. It does it does something, man. Listen, we speaking to. We, ironically, we have a guest today, and he's from the Windy City. Let's see, see what there I did go. there. See what I did there. Uh, yeah. I see, that's the segue. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, we have a special, special guest. His name is MJ Grizz. Say what's up, bro. Hey, what's up, y'all? Appreciate y'all having me. That's what's up, man. Hey, listen. Windy City. Listen, we're gonna talk about where you're from and your background and 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 why you're not wearing a jacket yeah. right now, even though you're from the Windy City. Like I don't. I mean, I get I'm it. You're inside, indoors, man. but it, it's not yeah, cold indoors heat. out there too. No, no, we got we got we got heat. <laughs> I hope you got heat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man. Hey, this is episode one twenty one. One twenty one. Yeah, shout out to the game, shout out to the wise game for pulling up on us uh, once again. And uh, mm-hmm. listen, if you guys are uh, are new listeners, and you know if you've never heard of us, if uh, you, you you think we we're cool, but or you're on the fence, listen, stay a while. I guarantee you, by the by the the middle of this episode, damn near by the end, you're gonna be you're gonna become a listener, man, and a subscriber. So you know, make sure you guys stay stay a little while. We got a lot of cool topics for y'all. Uh, we got a guest. He's doing some dope stuff. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more, you know? And so with yeah. that being said, what are we talking about today, Q? Ooh. What, what are we uh, talking about? You ain't doing the church announcements? Yeah. Where's the church announcements? It's not Sunday, but you know, okay, I'm going to do it. It's, it's, it's yeah. Saturday, but we're going to do it anyway. Listen, yeah. let's do a little church announcements. My bad. Thank you for that, man. Like I, I had, a little, had a little kerfuffle. You feel me? <laughs> uh... Listen, if, like I said before, guys, subscribe to the episode. I'm sorry, subscribe to the show. Um, leave a like on this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, you know, if you're listening to this on your favorite uh, podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, you know what I'm saying? Even the, the rinky-ding joints that you guys have never heard of, CastBox. Listen, we are everywhere. We're on like 40 different platforms. So wherever you're listening to this, hit the subscribe button, you know, and, and make sure you uh, stay tuned for our next episodes. All right, guys? Next, we have a playlist. I feel like a robot because I've been saying this every episode, but I'm actually really excited about this playlist that we have called Zero Skips, which is exclusively on Spotify. Um, We are highlighting some of the top tier underground artists. I mean, you know, and obviously that's by our standards, right? So listen, if you're an underground artist and we didn't, you're not on our playlist, I get it. Like you may end up there and hey, it could happen soon. Submit your music to us, though. Zero skips at 
illadvisedwiseguys.com if you're an underground artist, underrated artist and you want to get some more uh some more some more love in these in these streets from the from the people. I really I'm really excited, man. We had like five or six new additions to our playlist this week. Um you know what I'm saying? So check it out. It'll be in the description below. Uh let's see. Q, you got anything you want to you want to say in this uh in this church before we get to the sermon? Oh yeah, brother. Amen. Hey. Preach. Confess your sins. In Jesus' nah. name. Uh, check me out, QDZ for Sheezy on Instagram, on Twitter. QD isn't available. I am actually available. Direct message me, whatever you got to do. Check me out at your local grocery store in the in the in the asparagus aisle. I've been eating a lot of asparagus lately, man. That joint's so good. Um, <laughs> check me out, Raiders Game Music, Raiders Game Music, RGM, and other countries. Uh, we got a new album review with Dreamville and DJ Drama called D-Day. Uh, some some hot-ass songs on there. We did an album review for that. And then all, a whole bunch of singles came out. I, I, I It'll take this whole episode to say how many that came out. And, uh, you know, all that other stuff. Submit your music to us, too, on RGM. We're going to look at it. Yes, sir. AQ, show them the, show them the merch, man. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah there you go. Put Woo! it up, man. Put it but, up, man. Hey, but Balenciaga what? <laughs> hey, Balenciaga collab coming soon. It's like, nah. Uh, this, shirt, this shirt is about 5% worth of how much a Balenciaga shirt is worth. So. Word. Word. No, no, no. Hey, listen. What I, I, I do want to congratulate. MJ, hold, hold on for a second. I, I want to congratulate uh, RGM real quick. You know, that's the brand that we're pushing. Shout out yes. to Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper is a, you know, we all know he just dropped a new single. Well, if you don't know, well, now you do. Mm-hmm. He dropped a new single, and uh, he included RGM in, in in one of his little highlight posts of all these platforms that have been reviewing his music. So, oh, Complex, did, yeah. Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. ABC, I didn't know ABC7 reviews music, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> ABC7, uh, RGM was in there. And, sh- you know, yeah. shout out to uh, all them, all them mm-hmm. platforms, you know. Listen, it's, it's cool, it's cool to see nice. what we're doing Get more, uh, get more highlight and, and notice out there. But uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Anyway, like you said though, follow us on all the socials. It'll be in the description below. I think that includes MJ Grizz. Now, I think we're at the point. Q, what are we talking about today? Oh yes, sir. We got a jam packed show today. Uh, are artists starting to treat their careers like a job? You mm. know, I feel like artists these days kind of moving like you know. I do my nine to five and then I start thinking about retirement, <laughs> you know, Word. early. Like, is that something that, you know, you've been noticing and how do you feel about that? That's one of the topics we're going to talk about the ill and the not so advised. What are some of the things that you liked from these past two weeks? And what are some of the things you did not like from these past two weeks? It can be a tweet. It can be a song. It can be a comment that was made, whatever it may be. We're going to talk about it. And then our last topic we're going to talk about is what is your favorite sound in music today? Is it drill? Is it pop punk? Is it country? Is it R&B? Yes, sir. We're going to tackle it and we're going to get everybody's opinion on here. But first and foremost, let's introduce our guest formally. MJ Grizz. What's up? What's up, man? How you feeling? Good man, feeling good. The the uh, my heartburn went down, so you know I'm feeling much better. <laughs> okay. 
but hey, nah. Hey, you got you got Tums. You got Tums next to you. You good? Oh, I got Tums. I got Tums on deck. I got Tums. Costco size Tums. You know? I don't, I don't need... <laughs> Yo, come on, you got your Costco size Tums. <laughs> you know how big that damn box uh, bottle is? It's a, it's a five five hundred count. You're wildin', man. <laughs> anyway, what's up, though, bro? I'm doing good, man. You know. Hey, listen, listen. Um, I uh, I was introduced to you with your song uh, "Say Some." You know, I want to say. Shake I, some. Shake some. I, I apologize. Yeah, yeah shake some. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was thinking Money Bag Yo for whatever reason, because he got a only got to say some song. But anyway, yeah, yeah no, I, I heard your song on a random playlist one day, and I was like, bro, this is dope. Like, I never heard of this guy. And then he had K Camp with the feature, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And uh, it was one of those songs that was super wavy, super vibey, that I was like, yo, how, how can I not like this song? Immediately hit like. Right, been jamming to the joint for the last couple months. Then I saw you put out a song, uh, recent, actually a couple months ago, right? Um, Talk is cheap, yep. right? Saw that come up on my release radar. I'm like, okay, like this is a dope song, F- fire. That's what's up. All right, bet this guy's movie's uh-huh. working. Okay, appreciate appreciate it. And then, uh, you know, I, I made my, I, I do my rounds with uh, with podcasting and whatnot. So I listened to Million Dollars Worth of Game, and I and I saw your song highlighted as a as one of the opening kind of pre rolls on the show. And I was like, wow, okay, this guy's like he's working out here. That's what's up. So yeah, I appreciate it. So shout out, shout out to Gillian Wallow. Word word. So like, how does how does that work, man? Like, how do you go from? Because by the way, I, I gotta I gotta say this for context. Mm-hmm. Your catalog at least from what I've seen on Spotify and just online is not very extensive. Like I, I yeah. ain't see no albums in your, in your discography. It's just mm-hmm. a whole lot of singles. And I'm wondering like, man, like how does, how does this guy go from shake some to fell in love, which by the way is dope as well. Uh, and then talk is cheap. Like, and then getting featured, you know, like, can you talk a little bit about like just your grind and what you've been doing behind the scenes to like kind of get your music out there a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it, it, right now I've been just focused on on getting these singles out here, then a body of work as me also being a, a listener as well. I'm still, you know, fairly new to some people, so I, I want to gravitate to people with little appetizers, but at the same time with your entrees, like give them something. See how that, see how what's moving, what's sticking. Then, you know, give them a little bit more until we find like a good little, uh, what's the word, a good little rhythm and a good little, you know, how we're going to do our rollouts. And uh, pretty much uh, that's how I've been doing. And with the million dollars worth of game thing, I don't know, on my birthday, um, December last past, December 27th, uh, Gilly came out to my birthday party. He came, he was hosting it. And uh, that time, uh, yeah, we were playing. We played him some music, you know. This so, and we kind of connected from there. And I think he walked away from that and saw the vision. And you, you know, he wanted to put me in, you know, in, in good opportunities. So when the opportunity came along, he reached out to us. He's like, "Hey, I want to do this for you." You know, he didn't have to do that, and he he did it because he really fucks with the mood, with the music, and, and me personally. So I think he opened a lot of eyes and tried to put more spotlight on me. So I appreciate him that, uh, for doing that for me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was a really good. That was a really good look for you, cause um, you know, 
your song is doing well. I mean, it came out a couple months ago, you know, already yeah. got damn near 200,000 streams on Spotify. You know, clearly yeah. it's making some type of noise. And I, and what I really like about that song, other than I would say maybe the obvious reasons, the beat is dope, you know, mm-hmm. um, your flow is dope. I, I like that, like, with your music, in particular that song, but just in general with your music, you have, like, an actual message. Like, you have an actual theme of what you're trying to get out there. I noticed yeah. that. And then also, I'm trying to figure out, even though you are from Chicago, which I do want to understand a little bit more, I'm, I want to understand your your influences and your and your roots. Like, who, who you grew up listening to? Because I hear a lot of Houston... You know, yeah. I, you got a song where you where you you uh, you actually sample still tipping, and then I, on that uh on that on that shake some song, you kind of sound like Kirko Bangs. I was like, yo, does this guy listen to Kirko Bangs? Uh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you, you, are yeah. you, did you vibe with the whole Houston scene? No, Houston definitely, uh, definitely like Bun B and UGK. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, I've been listening. I was listening to a lot of Wayne. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a lot of Wayne growing up. Also, you know. Uh, Pretty much like Wayne, Drake, Jay Z, mm. you know, those are like my main things. And and uh, my mom used to listen to Usher a lot, so Usher was always in my household playing. So I, I you know, I just been listening to a lot of that, and also the Isley Brothers, you know, mm. for, for some soul. That is Whoa, that is dope. <laughs> this man said the I've Isley been... Brothers, bro. Are I you feel like, like, are you, you know sixty yeah. or how old are you, it's... man? <laughs> no, Whoa, I'm not sixty, but I. The, the way they they tell like conversation mm. stories, right? You know, like busted. Come, like he told a whole story, mm. you know, of but busting his girl, and it's and it's a hit. <laughs> you know, it's super conversational, but it has melody and it has you know, mm. is captivating that people. Oh, sh-. so that's the type of thing I'm trying to get to. You know, nothing too complicated, as well. So, mm. but yeah, that. I mean, I'm a firm I'm a firm believer that you know all the best artists. They listen to some of that old stuff and they incorporate it into their music. Like I've yeah, heard Lil yeah. Wayne talk about, like he's listening to all kinds of stuff. You know, he's not necessarily listening to mainstream as much. Um, but yeah. that's dope. So sticking on Chicago. Um, oh, oh, go ahead. Um, man, I blanked out. I almost forgot Kanye West. Oh, Ka- Kanye, yeah. yeah. You almost <laughs> had me. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. You couldn't go far without mentioning. I know, Kanye. right? Yeah, yeah. But speaking of, I mean, I was going to bring up Kanye, too. You know, it's funny. I, I watched the Genius. I think most hip-hop fans have seen that Genius documentary by now. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things that stood out to me on the first episode was Kanye said he was trying to bring Chicago up. That was so yeah. interesting because now Chicago is arguably the biggest city in terms of hip-hop. You got stars. Mm-hmm. You got, like, Common. You got Kanye. You got G Herbo. You got Dirt. So... You know, how would you describe that scene now for the up and comers like like yourself? No, it's definitely it's definitely got the spotlight, but still like any city, you know, especially I can speak on Chicago, it's still find a way to get that light, to get that mm. shine. It's not it's not a city that the labels are here. We have to still mm. make our own opportunities. You, you still got to create, you know, things, you know, to even get to that where people like you or mainstream people understand, you know, people, a lot of legwork. So it's still, we're up there, but we still, you know, we still can go a farther way to have more, more artists. You see, you just name like two or three, four, like we should have like 30, 20, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. you can name. 
So we're going to get there at one point, but, you know, I just want to do my part and how I can, you know, add more light to it. Mm. Okay. So still got that hustling mentality pretty much. Yeah, got to. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what built it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, you was talking about. I think you you said something real cool. Um, because I think that more people kind of need to like, I guess, hear this part. But like, you talked about uh how you met, you ran into some folks, you ran into you said Gilly at your birthday party. Like, yeah. how important are are relationships to kind of moving around in this business? Because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people, especially like the new school, um, the younger mm-hmm. people coming up, like everything's more, it's so online, right? It Like yeah. everything is online, right? We got social media, we have Instagram, you can DM somebody, they can decide whether or not they want to respond. But how important is it to be in a room with somebody still? Is that still the cream of the crop oh, yeah. way to network? Or do you feel That's- like the new school is, is, is at play here? Like, what would you say? No, nah, networking, network is your network. So, you know, that's what the saying goes. And knowing people can, you know, and people can vouch for you and people can see you're about. There's something about that in-person energy you feel with one person to another. That still gets you farther in life, I feel like. Like, look, look at me, you know, Gilly, this probably gets a million requests a day to get on their show. But the fact that we know it's a personal relationship and he personally, genuinely likes the music and wants to see me win. That's if it wasn't for that relationship, you know, you know, I wouldn't probably have get that opportunity, but the same thing with life, you know, you just always, when you meet people, you know, connect and like online, you can meet somebody online and y'all hit it off. And, you know, next thing you know, somebody's in a position that can help build you up. So that's still mm-hmm. like the way I feel like growing, like, you know, most of these people you see in the industry, they're definitely connected through somebody, you know, there's mm-hmm. definitely a mutual, you know, behind the scenes that's making mm-hmm. making things happen. Yeah, I feel that's, like that's the I feel like that's the part that gets lost a lot. Like I don't I I, mm-hmm. I think people know that, but I think that like it's this like unspoken rule of success, which is that it's like, hey, you kind of have to be out here moving around in in some form or fashion to be able to have somebody vouch for you, right? Give you yeah. some type of stamp of approval. I feel like that's the way you climb the well, ladder, and and I don't think there's I don't think that's a, a bad thing. You know what I mean? I, I think that like it's it's necessary for for growth. Well, you know the, the the thing that's beautiful to me is that there's so many more gatekeepers in music these days. Like Gilly yeah. has become a gatekeeper. Like what Gilly yeah. says he likes, you know, the whole world's actually paying attention to. And when you have yeah. more gatekeepers, you have more opportunities to relate to people. You have more opportunities mm-hmm. to move several different people as opposed to back in the day. It was like MTV, like Kanye and Genius. He was like, I'm mm. trying to get in MTV news first. Like that was yeah. the big deal. That's not the only route anymore, which is dope. And that's what I that's why I really appreciate what people like Gilly, Joe Budden, I guess us, I don't know, are yeah. doing. Even like yeah, even mm-hmm. like you guys. It's like mm-hmm. now there's everybody's a gatekeeper. If you have mm-hmm. a share button, you're a gatekeeper. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So everybody everybody's an inf- is can can dictate, you know, to the masses. So that's the great thing about this new age these days. But you know, in the end of the day, you know, you don't want to shit on people on your way up. So mm-hmm. you can people can gate and vouch for you and push you forward, but they they ask around about you. You don't want people, you know, yeah. saying, "Oh man, don't fuck, don't fuck with this." You know, yeah. you know, it's just, you know. But so that's why it's always good, you know, just you know, keep your head forward. And you know, when you meet people, you know, just genuinely show love. Don't burn so, bridges. 
Hell Over yeah, in Bridges, so. you just, just never know. Yeah. You never know. So that's why everybody can, you know, can be a gatekeeper. That's good about these days. Ain't no one person at a label mm-hmm. is saying, oh, mm-hmm. we can let him in because the relationship, which is a good thing to have. But now if you get enough people behind you, sometimes you don't, you're, you don't need yeah. so-and-so like MTV, you know, exactly to push you. So that's exactly. the cool thing about it too. So, yeah, you I know, I got a, which are you going to ask a question? I was going to ask. I, I had a question, but go for it. Yeah. yeah, I got, this is a simple question, but it's always interesting to me because I think this has yeah. evolved, but what would you call yourself? You know, I know some people say, I like to be called a rapper. I like to be called an MC. I like to be called yeah. an artist. How would you describe yourself? I would say an artist, you know, because mm. I'm I'm not boxed into one genre. What okay. you hear now is it's a sample size of what I'm capable of doing in my vision. So mm. I just say I'm an artist. I'm all about these vibes. You know, once once I create, I create without no limits, you mm-hmm. know, and just hopefully, you know, the end product it's a uh, people can you know relate to and gravitate to. Okay, that's a good answer. Yeah, that's fair, man. Um, I do like when people. I, I wish people would just become, would just be. I wish everybody would just say I'm an artist. Even if you're a rapper, you're still an artist. Yeah. Right. Facts, like, facts. isn't everything under the umbrella of an artist at the end of the day? Yeah. So, like, yeah, why right. are we, why are we being specific? Like, I think that's the problem is these labels, not not music labels, but the the labels we put on people. Mm, I think yeah. that's the part that boxes people in because it's like, think about it. Over time, a rapper used to just rap, and now yeah. rappers sing as well. And then it became singers were only singers, but now some singers rap too. So do you just call them a singer? No. When they, when they, half of the time they rap, I feel like if we just stop calling people rappers and singers and just call people artists, that'll solve the problem. To be honest with you. I mean, it's it's, easier said than done, but that'll solve the problem. You see, you get to hear Like it's, it's interesting. Every time I say that question is like, I've heard creator. I've heard artists. I've heard musician. I've heard, Visionary. Visionary, you know. Yeah. So it's always interesting to kind of see what that person says. I agree. And artist artist is to me like the right answer. Oh, or there's no sure. there's no right answer per se, but that's the answer that always tells me like, okay, this person's not boxing themselves in. Yeah. Know? Or they're yeah. just kinda in that middle <laughs> and waiting for growth. Yo, I've heard God. Hey. I've heard God. Somebody say I'm a God. Okay. Yo, listen, listen. Hey, listen. I've heard people say I'm not a rapper. Like they asked Young Jeezy, "Hey, are you a rapper?" He's like, "Nah." He said, "Man, I, I'm a." He said, "Man, I'm a preacher." <laughs> like, yeah, I be, he said, "Man, I'm just a motivational speaker." A motivational like, speaker. Yeah. I've heard all that. So that's, I've heard that's, everything, that's, that's man. A, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one too. Because you yeah. kind of are right in a way. I thought you remember remember back in the day, like in the nineties, all the the cool thing to say was you were not a rapper. Yes. Like, I don't don't get it twisted, dog. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. Yeah. You know, I'd be on the block. Water whipping. <laughs> Water um, whipping. That was the cool thing that everybody it, said. I'm not a rapper. It really was. It really was. Yo, uh, hey, I got a quick question before we get into the topics though. Um, and this will be the last one. Well, at least of your background, did we get into the topics, right? Yeah. Now, you talked about being an artist, right? Mm-hmm. You said you like to use melody. You said you like to be real intentional with your music. All of that stuff that I see, I get it. Mm. You even said you like listening to the Isley Brothers or, or growing yeah. up. Yeah. Like, what? Take me back though. Like, take me back to like early on. Like, a w- couple things. When did you discover music? 
like that you mm-hmm. wanted to actually do that. And then also the t- second part of the question is, how do you stay in your lane and not get tempted mm-hmm. with the music that's popular Trendy. in Chicago yeah. right now? Because you don't make yeah. that type of music out of yeah. your city, at least from what the mainstream knows. No, facts. Uh, I will start with uh, music. I feel like music always, always been that type of person. Even growing up, you knew me. Like, I was prideful to have all the exclusive. Like, Bear Share, Lime Wire. I was hacking everything. I, had, <laughs> I was your CD guy. Yeah. I was prideful to have something that people didn't know. And at first, that was just being an audience, you know, and also... I had a little sound system in my in my whip driving out, you know, trying to impress the ladies, you know, bumping. Always had like they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's that new." Especially when Wayne was coming out, fire. Oh, it was prideful Ooh, to have that, yeah. to have that, to have Bro. those exclusives. Even yeah. they they was they were city quality. Yes, I was. It didn't matter. I was on it. Yeah, so that that was kind of like then just growing up, you know, I always been just listening to music, just being a a person that just always been around it. I had nobody in the music industry growing up, so it wasn't. I wasn't like destined to be an artist. So kind of like growing up, I was just like, man, I just, you know, me and a couple friends just messing around, like how I feel like how people probably start. And, you know, it kind of like, it was like a click, you know, and you know, Mm. after a while you start hearing yourself, then you start saying, let me, let me, let me challenge myself a little bit more until a point that, you know, you feel like, man, this is actually, something I, I want to actually like push forward, you know, and it, it fell on my face a couple of down times, you know, with the older stuff that, you know, people will probably never hear, you know? So it's like, now it's like, <laughs> I just want to like, damn, you know, keep going, keep going. It's like, you just mm. steady seeing progression. It's like, then next thing you know, I was like, man, I, I, I'm all in, you know? Cause once you start something, I, man, I can't give up, man. I gotta keep going. Yeah, Even though the people that I started with stop, they, you yeah. know, it's, it's hard to be a musician, especially a, a real one that people want. You want people to take serious. Yes, sir. You know? Oh it's man, more than, it's more than just the music, man. The music is one part, but it's called the music business. Mm-hmm. So the business side, mm-hmm. you know, the marketing side, and especially, you know, being out networking and communicating is like. It's a lot that comes into it, and especially, you know, a lot of this, we live in a discouraging environment, you know, mm-hmm. so you just got to continue, like you said, have that vision and go forward. And uh, your second question, what was your second this, question? So the second question was, like, how do you stay in your lane? And Oh, and yeah. Not, by, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, you know, I pretty much like to make music what I like. So it's like, one thing about Chicago, you know, I don't know what, what Chicago sound is. I feel like Chicago has... Oh, man. A variety of everything, like you said, mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper. You know, mm-hmm. we is that Chicago sound? Dirt yeah. is that Chicago sound? Well, we have everything. Why? Why we should be boxed into one sound? Why can't we embrace multiple layers mm-hmm. of people in the city and and have that all as unison of Chicago sound? So, same thing with uh with movies. There's action, there's horror, there's mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're still watching a movie. You yeah. know. So the same thing with Chicago. So I say I'm a, I'm doing what I feel like I like to hear, and hope you know I feel like hopefully there's enough people that like the same thing I like, because you know I see people similar than me come to my city and sell out arenas, and with Chicago, you know, so there's people in Chicago that like it, but you know you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get the people got to see it, like you mm-hmm. said at the beginning. Maybe you're not, cool. maybe you didn't think we were cool enough, but you know maybe at the end. See, sometimes they got to see it for themselves mm-hmm. to be like, okay, 
maybe 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 you know he ain't that bad until <laughs> until so, and, and so they favored co-sign it then they'd be like oh yeah we was behind it the whole yeah, time exactly. and, and and that's how it always goes. goes yo ain't that yeah. how it works man that's yo, how it why, always goes hey why do people why, do that why do people do that Can, do you have why, the psychology behind that i don't know why people will see a post like it in their head but won't like it you know or same mm. thing you know it's like come on man yeah. just, just just speak it's, on it's it all, people yeah. be prideful you know people's why why we in a when we're in a, in a environment that the amount of followers you are determines how popping you are why can't you just be popping you know mm-hmm. that's bro, just you, a bro, you, you talking right now you talking yeah man you, you, you talking that you talking that talk right now i like this yeah. Yeah. that's why i, I like tell, this that's yeah. why i tell i tell people all the time you know like instagram is like mice if yeah. you if you see one that means there's 14 other that you don't see <laughs> you have an infestation if you see one so yeah, it's kind of yeah. like you know if you see a comment or a like and it's just one or two it's really 20 but they just not yeah. ready to step outside there because the they'll jump, get like, you yeah. know what i mean they'll get they might get hit by the track well that's, a lot of people a lot of people have big yeah. egos man you like i i feel like I, and we'll get into an artist that i feel like is on actually there's a bunch of artists that i can name but there's one in particular that i just feel like is suffering from what i would like to call ego death here we uh, go you oh, know I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get into save that it. a little later on save it save but it I do, but, but i do feel like just people in general man their ego gets in the way of uh showing how they truly feel about something and that 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 yeah. that goes with online that goes with in person mm-hmm. it just is what it is but nah you definitely you definitely exposing that though because I, I do see that a lot see that a yeah, lot man no, don't i just telling anybody don't be discouraged man you know yeah. everybody do you every some people can't think for themselves you know just once yeah. if you believe in something go for it and if you think that's the hot shit, that you know that you don't have to, you don't need no validation from people. That there you go. Only jump, only jumping on waves when somebody else jump on a wave, man. Just that's how, that's how you got to do it. You know, this 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 industry is weird, man. It's a lot of weird stuff going on, but yeah. you know, people people like us creators, mm-hmm. we gonna keep rocking. If one people, one person watch it, or if a million people, you know. So I just advise you just just think for yourself and don't. Don't you don't need validation to know if you that if you got something special. That's facts. That's I love facts. that man. I love you know, that I'm gonna, man. I'm gonna just say there was something that stood out. We're gonna go to the next topic, but there's something that stood out where you were like, you know, getting those CDs together, like downloading yeah. the music, line wire. I yeah. was like, man, I used to be the dude that drove people in high school, like all the kids, sometimes the bad kids, good kids, whatever. And I'll be yeah. playing my CDs, and I'll be like, "Yo, y'all, yeah, yeah, hear that new camera, hear that new camera." Yeah. But in my yeah. head, I'd be like, "Oh shoot, the next track, next track, Justin Bieber or something like that." <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, "Oh yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, oh shoot." Yeah. <laughs> you, you used to have it. You can you can adjust your track list. I used to put the hard stuff, in yeah, the more softer yeah. towards the back, exactly. you know. So you know, it gets me like, all right, I, I gotta go back to. When it gets when, like, like a DJ, the tempo exactly. is to slow down. Exactly. You know, you are your, you know? If, if I'm stuck in traffic right now, oh, these goons gonna think yeah. different of me. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, you can't hear that. Nah, you can't hear a, 160 BPM all day. You exactly. Gotta, exactly. You gotta, you you gotta chill. You gotta chill. Though. Yeah. Yes, no, sir. Y'all, y'all, reminiscing, man. I, y'all, we was just talking about the iPod era on about two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, listen. Mm-hmm. That was a special time for me, man. I, listen, I know for those of you guys who are, who remember that, 
it was really a thing, man. Like the 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 time it took to go download the music, which was yeah. not quick too. You had to wait. Yeah. Like so I had dial up at, at a certain point, <laughs> bro. Like yeah. I'm waiting 10, 15 minutes to download one song. So to get yeah. that onto a device that was not connected to any like connection, like no internet, and then you take that out in the world and you listen, bro. That's a special. That's a special thing when you really think about it. But hey, I sound like the old nah. old man, even though I'm not old. No, nah, no nah, facts. I, exactly. I'm surprised I didn't think about it because of my CDs, wiping them down, finding yeah. a CD pack. And I, I don't yeah. know how I was doing that for so long. Somebody came to a smarter like, man, this should be digital. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, I shout, know out, shout out to that person. Shout out to that person yeah. who was like, listen. Steve, Steve, Steve Jobs. We hustling Jobs. backwards. Yeah. We hustling backwards. Yeah, yeah man. I, me, I, and I'm, I'm real... Technical too. I don't know about y'all. When when I got it on the iPod, I gotta make sure the spelling was right. Sometimes it was I like, know. I used to hate that. Hey, it, hey, it, it be to... it be www dot. So yeah, I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I gotta hey, edit it. Be like CD quality. Yeah, nah, so like, we don't yeah. care about that. We gotta take that out. Yeah, bro. Talk to Q. Off. Talk to Q. Q is like OCD with oh, that shit. I got OCD with it. Yeah. My I, library. I could I could I could I, I could rock with it. I tried scrubbing it, but at a certain point, mm. I'm like, all right, I'm cool. I'll just do it later. This guy yeah, was OCD. I'm OCD with it. I was OCD. Yeah. Like I, I put like if it featured somebody, FT dot the person. Yeah, yeah. I graded. Yeah. I rated all my stuff. That's how we came up with Rainy's game music. Yeah. Um, I uh, what else I do? I made smart playlist. I was like, if okay. it's older than this, do not show up on this playlist. Man, I was, I was, I was hey, on it. I w- I, I'm on I'm I'm on the same wavelength. I gotta I I can't. It just irritates. I was like, man. Especially, <laughs> it started with the C back when when you had your CD. So if you had like the right uh, radio, it, it shows the song on the dash. Mm-hmm. So when it when it was showing yeah. weird, and it's like, I'm like, nah, nah, I can't, I can't, Damn. man. I gotta, you know, I got I, I, I so got to come correct. I got to come correct. We are you know, so alike, like, man. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy, man. We are so alike. Yo, we gonna have to we gonna have to chop it up some more and reminisce after the show or some other time. Cause like, yo, this should be bringing me back. Like for real, I'd really be having moments like, bro, like that was that was dope. It does. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like today's too. Like I love streaming, like everything at my fingertips. Like don't get me wrong, I love this shit too. But it's a different feeling back then. I thought I I wish I I thought about Netflix too, because I used to love blockbuster Hollywood videos. Oh hell yeah! Oh that was hell yeah! But now. Man, I could just search something. I'm like, I know, I know. It's I like to, that's crazy. <laughs> it's beautiful. Man, all them lay fees I had. <laughs> so that's crazy, man. That, I, we was really living in those type of times. We was really living, living in, in those, those type of times. times. Yo, you, there was a, there was a moment yeah. you had to get VHS. You had to rewind it. Like you got yeah. a fee if you did not rewind it before you I, gave it back. Before before DVR, I had to record, like get a blank v, VHS, record yeah. it, yeah, and like just yeah. to capture. We had that. Uh, B, uh, 106 in Park. Yeah, bro. it's crazy, bro. It's we crazy. we had that too, man. We was recording live TV. I was recording um, movies that came on on TBS and TNT, like legit. Yes, like yeah. Back to the Future would come on. We like we're commercial. Hey, hey, but like, yo, it's about to start. He record. Boom. You got to time it perfectly. You got to time yeah. it perfectly. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, then you got to label it, make sure, you know, <laughs> exactly. you got so many of us man. called up. Yeah. Life man, is so man. much easier. Hey, we sound like some old heads, man. Let's keep it moving, man. We got some young listeners. They don't know what the hell we're we talking about right now yeah, at man. all. Yeah, they're going to so say let's... it's way past. 
<laughs> Way past <Right>. my time. <laughs> they gonna be like, "What? You, you ain't live, man. You ain't live. I, hey, I'm only yeah. in my 30s still. Like, what you? Yeah, that's, that's what I was <laughs> saying. You ain't live. You ain't, you ain't live. But um, yeah. let's get these. Let's let's get to this topic. Yes, sir. Artists are starting to treat their career like a job. So Whoa. this is actually a topic that Ush you came up with. Yeah, uh, you want to elaborate some more of what you were thinking about? Yeah, man. You know, you know what's funny to me is how, um, and speaking of like our generation, we we just reminisce for a while. You hella digress. Yeah. That was a yeah. that was probably one of the most epic digresses we've ever done on this show. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. with that being said, though, like I transition that to like current day. You know, artists in of our generation who started to become more aware of the business started to be like, yo. Hold on, we that contract that they presented. Hold on, hold on, like they really like finessing us. Like, hold on, let's like Ooh. let's figure out Talk like about it. what's Talk going about on. It. Like, wait, wait, whoa, what, why did you tell me I had to do that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not comfortable, and right. So I feel like there's this like there's this real movement going on right now among artists, uh, uh, new art, new age artists, where they're no longer feeling obligated and married to the idea of being being an artist and what I would call these slave deals, right? Where mm. they would be doing 10 albums, not really getting paid a whole lot of a whole, a whole lot of money on their on their music because yeah. they haven't really recouped, right? They haven't really made the label a whole lot of money. They're really getting money from other areas, right? And so that's really what I'm getting at. I I I say all of this because Doja Cat recently She's the newest case. I feel like every yeah. month she, we she, get, she, she, she yeah, every month we get an artist that comes out and says, yo, like, this is my last music. I'm, I'm about to retire. I feel like back in the day we heard that. We heard rumblings of that. But it wasn't yeah. really a thing as it is today. And I think that, like, for Doja Cat in particular, she's realizing that the music. And what, by the way, I don't know whether or not she's actually going to retire. That's to be TBD. That's, right? No, no, no. But the thing no. is, like, she's realizing, in my opinion, that, like, maybe the music business or certain aspects of it are not really for her. And that the yeah. creativity that it took to actually make the music is not all that this music business is, you know, entails. You get Especially what I'm saying? When you don't got full control. There you go. You kind of, you, you know, they, people say anything. You know, you go to the bank, you want to start a business, you need money. They give you the money. They're looking at you like, all right. And now we, now you got in return. We're gonna need A, B, and C. Make exactly. my money back. And then top, they're gonna want. They're gonna see what's selling. They're gonna. So when you just a person that just want to just do music, it's kind of like it kind of you lose the kind of maybe the joy because like I said, the business side is a different monster. There's music and there's music business. And fortunately, you got to do both. To succeed in this business, and uh, hopefully you got right people in, around you that can help you with that. You know, I don't know. You remember in the Kanye documentary when Cootie was like, when Kanye got bigger, he started changing more. You started being around more people. Mm -hmm. Kind of like it changed. It kind of changed the way you think, and uh, you kind of forget the 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 beginning part of it. You know, when everybody tells you you're great, you kind of you know you got like an aura now, like yo, right. But now, maybe she's going through that. Maybe she's looking at it like, yo, they want me to boom, boom, and it gets exhausting. And you kind of miss your real, your old life. Yo, but but isn't it, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like, I swear, man, I'm not even joking. Every every month, I feel like artist comes out and says this. Like, whether it's Rod Wave, 
saying, yo, this shit ain't for me. I'm out. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm about to be I'm about to be gone and whatever whatever. A Chica. lot of artists, Chica, Chica, she was on Double XL what two three years ago. She was Say, recently suicidal. Yeah, yeah, and, wow. and 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 so like I get it. A lot of people who a lot of people who hear artists say I, I want to retire. They're like, yo, listen, they lying. You can't retire. Rappers don't retire. The insensitive route. They take the insensitive route to not have empathy for these type of artists. But I'm like, bro, the question I have for you guys, though, this is the question I have for you guys. And I'm glad, MJ, you're on this show because I felt like maybe you would be able to speak to this. Um, You know, what is it about... uh, What is it about today's generation of artists that is even is even allowing them to even have the audacity to even say stuff like that. Because I feel like the artists back in the day, they probably felt the same way. Maybe. Is, is it the aspect of social media that people can just voice their thoughts and opinions that now yeah. we know about this stuff? Like, what, what is it? I mean, that, that direct communication to your audience is powerful. And the fact that it's like, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't, it's a lot of, I guess negotiation the tactics. When you say you're retired, it's like, yo, I'm retired. That means you ain't gonna make no more money off me type thing. They kinda maybe find a way to renegotiate their deals and situations, you know, like 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 Drake said, I I walk inside the label and I ask where the check go. You know, you start mm-hmm. looking and you're like, yo, what the hell? I sold platinums, double yeah. platinums, I mean I'm over here like car car declining, <laughs> like like <laughs> yeah. you start you start you start thinking like, yo, you putting all this work but you know, there's somebody behind the scenes making more than what you're doing, and you kind of like, you know, it all depends how how deep it is. You know, it could get a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit frustrating. But that's why to be, I feel like in anything in life to be at the peak, at that top tier, you gotta have some type of passion for it because that shit would drain you out. Mm-hmm. So, and if you don't, if you're looking at it like man, this is not even fun no more, and you kind of forget the gist of why you're doing it, you're going to be like, I'm retiring. Like, I'm, I'm good. You probably made enough money, and it's like, I don't need this. And when everybody's in your social life and your personal life, it, mm. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine what they're going through. But I can see, you know, that's why somebody like Kanye and Drake do at, do at the highest level. You know they passionately care about their music because they've got so many songs, so many hits, so many, so much... Like what keeps him going? Same mm-hmm. thing with LeBron. What keeps him going? He got so many. You gotta have a, 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 yeah, go. a real yes. passion for it. So the retiring thing, I feel like you can tell some people wasn't as they're not passionate. They they love to do it, but I don't think they're. They, if it stops tomorrow, it's like, hey man, I ain't gonna let these people make no more money off me, and that's why these deals but are kind of like. That's interesting. Weird. But That's you know, let me, uh, let me chime in here. Yeah, jump bit. in here. Jump in here. Um, what's disturbing about what you, uh, what, Uch, what you mentioned earlier, the names that you brought up, what's disturbing is it seems to be a trend. It's not just people retiring. It's a certain type of artist that's retiring, like an artist yeah. that they're actually good, right? They're like, popping. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Like Logic is somebody who retired, right? He's actually a good rapper, yeah. whether you, you, you vibe yeah. with his music. He's good. Chica is a yeah. fantastic artist. She retired. Yeah. You're talking about um, uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat's yeah. fire. She's talking about retiring. So it seems like the music industry is affecting that type of person. You know what I mean? It's not affected. Like Playboy Cardi ain't talking about retiring or or like, you know, uh, any other young artist or artist that, that, you know, goes more with the trends. They're not really talking about yeah. retiring. So 
That's I mean, pretty interesting. Mm. I mean, that's how they that's how they eat, you know. So mm. it's like, man, you retire and do what? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, if, if if your money ain't, you didn't put your money, you make smart investments, man. You got to keep doing. They're gonna work you to you to you burnt out. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, but some people, is, it, it's not even about the money. They're like, yo, I can, I'm good without this. You know. Yeah. You and that's all about what your goals are. If you achieved your goals, you know, you don't know what I don't know what Doja Cat's goals there you are. You go. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. she reached her goals and she fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe she could. We've reached her goals and fulfilled. And like everything else is just extra, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a bonus. So yeah, that too. Yeah, that's the that's the interesting thing. And and the, so I brought this up because like, first of all, this is a trend. Not the rappers saying they're retiring. That's not a trend. I've been hearing that for the longest. But it's like I'm hearing a certain type of popping artists say Did this. Say he retired, bro. Jay Z retired four times. <laughs> Jay Z. Like, he retired four times. Like you know, what I'm saying like we don't we don't even listen to certain people when they say that shit. Like like it's yeah, like yeah. come on, you just talking. Stop it. Well, you know, like, <laughs> but, but, but go, go ahead. You I was going to say the thing is go this, ahead, like I, I was going to keep going. The thing is this, like, I, and I don't mean this as an insult to anybody or I'm not, I, I'm just saying kind of from a fan's perspective, you know, in sports, a lot of times, especially like the sports analysts, they say, mm-hmm. this is not a job to me. You know, a lot of times you hear like a Charles Barkley say like, this is yeah. fun, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of fans, music fans, look at hip hop, R and B, all this music in general, as like this is kind of just fun. This is not a job. Like they don't take it, they don't view it as serious as you know what maybe the person that's actually putting the music out is viewing it. But at the same time, is it fun? Like, is it supposed to be fun? Like, in the essence, is the essence of music? supposed to be fun and not a job you know it should be right uh, it should be technically it's, right it's it's like somebody's trying to lose weight the end result you is fun but the work to lose it is not fun mm. so the product <laughs> you hear is fun performing is fun mm. but the process of getting there is probably not fun and that's where Mm. It's hard to get. It's hard. It's hard, man. It's, you gotta have tough skin, especially when you're going through con- controversy and people's in your business. You gotta. Mm. It's, it can. It, you get. You get tired of it. Sometimes you just want to chill. You know, like us, like how we doing, and not have to be crutis- criticized of everything you say. So, yeah. You know, one thing. Um, I've been saying this for a while now, and I've just, I've heard different artists and in interviews. I've, I've, I've just kind of been paying attention. It, it feels like. Music, and I don't want to keep it just to hip hop. Music has become, music has become a lick in a way, where like mm-hmm. artists look at it like a hustle, right? It's like, all right, like I'm just gonna go do music. Hey, I'm already on this thing. I'm just gonna transition to do music. Like it could be yeah. anything. It could be a, a girl working as a bottle girl in a strip club, and she's like a round artist, and she's like, yo, man, like I know this artist, man. I might as well just make music. You're you don't actually. Yeah. A lot of people don't actually love the craft of the music itself. They look at it like, here's a way I can make money, another outlet. And I think Mm -hmm. that like, it's resulting in a lot of what we're seeing, which is people being like, yo, listen, I really don't even want this shit. Like I'm, I'm, I may be talented, but I really don't want this shit. Like y'all can have it. I'm out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Hey, that's, that's how it be. You know? So you just gotta, like you said, we're in a new day today where everything's under a microscope. So you gotta, 
Yeah, you, you know, people's mental health. You don't know. You don't know what people's going through behind the scenes. And music is just ten percent of what an artist really got to do to really give you that persona who that you think they are. So, especially if you're not being yourself, if you're putting on an act, that's even going to be oh. even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna yeah. Be, yeah, I gotta wake up and act like I'm this motherfucker. <laughs> you know how I'm exhausting really not that would be. That's yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I, I just, I just kind of look at it. Because I'm trying to compare it to your typical nine to five, right? Like, yeah, I actually think musicians they work more hours than your regular person. Like us, yeah. you know, we clock in nine to five, you go to sleep, whatever. They probably is like a twenty four hour type thing where, you know, you got to put on a well, not put on the front, but you got to be in public, got to look right, got to do right, got to harbor, mm-hmm. show up here, show up there. So it's it's interesting, but like. It's just kind of hard to see it as a job, I guess. From a, you see, you get what I'm saying. Well, from yeah, a, I, from yeah. a fan, from a fan's perspective, I think that's the hard part. You know, yo, from a fan's yeah. perspective, like I hear, I've I've only heard the one person that stands out to me all the time when this type of conversation happens is how people revere Lil Wayne's work ethic, right? Yeah, revere. Like, you know how many yeah. times I've heard people be like, yo, Wayne is in the studio every day, recording every hour. He's in the studio working. That's like somebody going to work and putting in 200 hours a week or, or however yeah, many hours yeah. a week, right? Like, yeah. you're working overtime. And I think that the people who decide in their mind, yo, I had the discipline enough to work overtime at this job are typically the ones who yield those results. Now, it just like depends cold, on, cold, do you yeah. feel like putting in that overtime or not? Like, or you want to just do the nine to five and go home. Which one do yeah. you want to be? You know? Hey, you got work. Like, like Kobe said, man, you got to have that mentality. Like when people mm-hmm. are in the gym shooting and people resting, mm-hmm. you see, you see, you, you, you see the results. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, as Wayne, he's a goat. He's one of the, he's the be- one of the best rappers alive. So you, it's all, it's, it's all in the pudding. You see it right there. So. Like you said, you want to pass, you want to pass. People are good enough just to pass by because they're that damn talented. Right. But some people, some people got to like work harder just to get passing by. And and the people that work harder will definitely have better results in the long run than the person that's just super talented. They'll get by, but the the other one will have enough sustainability to to last because they actually are putting that grind in. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Hey, with and people don't see that. People don't see that. People just think we just hop on a mic, and, bro. They see the end result, <laughs> man. Like you know I, I, I get tones, bro. It's 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 interesting as hell, man. I think that like my biggest takeaway from this is like, and this is the last thing I'll say before we move on is like, you know, man, everybody got to put that work in, but like really at the end of the day, decide what you want out of this, and maybe you don't yes. have the answers. Like you know, maybe yeah. today you don't know, but like at some point. Everybody got to make that decision. Be like, what do I want out of this? And what am I willing yeah. to do? And if you get yes. to that point where you, you're being compromised in a way or you feel like, damn, I'm doing too much. This is not really what I want. Then, yeah, maybe stepping back might be the best for your for your own sanity. And, and we got to also yeah. keep in mind how mental health and the narrative that's at play is a major part of society today. Right. So people are being more cognizant about when things are not really vibing with their mental space. That could also yeah. be a, a lot of a lot of about what's going on as well, you know. Yeah, especially so, especially yeah. if you're if you're mixing influences, you know, like drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. 
men, women, whatever yes, you're dealing with. That, that a lot of that, you know, can make you crumble and make you fold. So it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of things that can add to it. And family, friends, you know, bro. Yeah, man. People in your pocket, people in your pockets, and, you know. So it's like it's like you said, it's, it's tough. It can, but, get, it can get spooky, man. It can get spooky yes, out here you know, real I'll quick. You know, essentially, the last thing I'm going to just say, the interesting thing about it is, you know, I think music is one of those things where somebody can even be a hard worker and still not see success. You know, like, like, for instance, like a Slim Thug, right? Slim Thug, when when in 2005, 2006, popping, like Slim Thug was the man. And like these last couple of years, you haven't heard much from Slim Thug, but he's still putting out music consistently. It's just that, you know, we're not hearing about it as much and probably... It's not getting the same amount of buzz. He could be putting in even more work. And I think that's what makes just being a musician so hard is that like, yo, even if you're putting in 200 hours, sometimes it may not even matter. Yeah. You got to make sure you're doing everything right from a logistical right. standpoint. Bro, that's why this, right. I think that that's why this conversation is so good because we've, we've actually covered a lot. We've talked about networking. We've talked about the hard work. We talked about the dedication necessary. All of that yeah. stuff is part of the the package. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not let's be, one over the other. It's like all right. of that matters. Because let's be right. real. Let's be real. If you're an IT person, you can put in ten hours a, 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 a ten ten hours a, a week and still yeah. get in the same paycheck. You know what I mean? Right. Everything's still gonna right. be the same. A it's rapper is life, right? It's crazy, right? Yeah, so. it's the same thing. Some men are easily can get women. Some you, yeah. you gotta go through a couple more just mm. to get, you know just to get that one. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. But it's all about fulfill. It's all about what fulfills you. So yeah. two hundred songs, you know that means you you're, you you still love doing it. So you can't you can't look at it like. What what you what we classify of what a result should be, whatever you think your result should be, you know, if you do it long enough, it's only a matter of time because yeah. the other people they will definitely fold and yeah, they'll keep going and talk yeah. about that's it. How, that's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, with that, I, I got I oh, got go a question for you guys before y'all go. No, I mean, so. no, not before we go. But uh, you think is it being a uh, I would say like a rapper is the most dangerous job right now. Mm. You want me to go or you want to go, Q? I go. I, you want to go first? I want you, you, to, you go, go first. You go first. All right, look. Go first. So check this out. Um, I've heard this narrative for like the last four years. And allegedly, Jim Jones is the one who coined it. He's trying to take credit for this term. I don't know who created it. But what I do know is that there does appear to be this target, at least more recently, on rappers, uh, especially a certain type of rapper. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw every rapper in the same. Ca- Again, going back to terms, right? You can be a rapper, but even within that, you can be a street rapper. You can be a pop rapper. You can be somebody who's a backpack rapper, right? I don't think that every rapper is being targeted. I think that a specific type, the the more street driven, uh, the uh, the more the ones who are a little bit more uh, making a certain type of music. Those are the ones to me I feel like are in danger a lot of a lot of times. We think about the pop smokes, we think about Nipsey Hustles. I mean, the list goes on. I could probably be listing them all day long. But I to say they're the it's the toughest job, I don't know if I could say that. Most 
most dangerous. dangerous. Most dangerous. My, most dangerous. I, I don't know if I can say most dangerous, man. There's, you know how many jobs are in this world? <laughs> like, like, like miners. Like, You're like, oh like, yeah. You're a miner. If you work bro. on a railroad. Hey, yo, dog. Yeah. There's a there's a war going on right now. You trying to tell me that a soldier that's... is doing a job? You trying to tell me that's not dangerous? That, yeah, I mean that's dangerous. I mean, I I don't know. Is am that I a job? Te- am I being too technical? That's a job. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think you are. Uh, but right, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I think that's a good question. I think it's. <laughs> is it is it the most dangerous? I don't know, but I, I do think it it's up there because I mean you mentioned sure. some of the artists, right? Like you're mentioning, you know, those that are in danger. But then there's also the danger of mental health. There's the danger of you know just the little incidents that happen, like just by happenstance of where you go, you know, um, because yeah. not only are you targeted by, let's say, old friends, but you're also targeted by fans you're also targeted by you know people that you may not even be affiliated with your family's targeted you know like for 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 somebody like a let's say a minor right a minor is doing a job and it's kind of dangerous but i don't know if their family is just as much a target as you know they are for the situation they're in these i i bring that up because i i saw a terrible story about you know, young thugs, baby mom, she got shot. Oh, damn. And yeah, she got shot recently and, and died actually. And it was like, man, these rappers are always target their family everywhere they go. Like they got to make sure the security is right because, you know, at the end of the day, like you really don't have freedom. And I think every yeah. single job has at least a semblance of freedom. You can you can, you get can what walk I mean? down the street and not walk down. not be harassed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's a simple and I think facts, rappers facts. they don't necessarily have as much freedom as everyone else. But is it the dangerous? I mean, because a window cleaner. <laughs> yo, 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 here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, you know, <laughs> window cleaner. You mean the ones who are on the skyscrapers? Yeah, like, the skyscrapers. They, they sixty like, feet in the air. Yeah, that's a, that's got, a dangerous they, they got, ass job. Like, come on now. They, they got insurance. They ain't no insurance. <laughs> they got <laughs> techniques. That's yeah, true. They got, that's true. Hey, they got insurance. I, I do. They, I do want to be a little like. So, one thing I will say for sure is that like, I do believe rappers are targets. That to me is like undeniable, and so. If that makes the job dangerous, then sure. Like you're the danger level skyrockets significantly because I'm trying to tell you, like, it's a certain type of rapper, it's a certain type of rapper that looks a certain type of way that is being out here targeted. You know what I'm saying? And and but, I and I'll I'll bounce the, I'll bounce the question back at you though, MJ, because you since you brought it up. Cause you're a rapper, right? Or you're an artist yeah. rather. And so as you continue to elevate as you continue to move and, and navigate throughout this this industry, I'm assuming that you are making that part of your arrangement where you're like, damn, I got to move smart. I have to be punctual. I have to be very specific about where I'm going, where I'm not going, and who I'm talking to and who I, who I am. Is that something you think about very often? Yeah, you got to move different because hate is a deep-rooted trait, you know? Mm-hmm. Envy, people envy from from different angles that you don't even see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could you could be at the grocery store and you 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 help somebody's mom pay for their grocery. They go home and tell their their son about it and now he hates you, you know, off yeah. of being a good guy. Yeah. You know, so yeah. 
I look at it like this, you know, the high me, the higher you climb and the more success. And maybe some people just hate that I'm on your pocket. Maybe people just mm. you just just don't know. So I just try to keep, uh, you know, a close circle and just know that I'm not uh, oblivious to what's going on around me. Mm. And just know that, you know, people can just envy you or hate you anyway. And I feel like and me, I'm doing that at a smaller scale. So sure. I imagine of uh, artists you know that probably runs around a lot of people but uh-huh. probably encounter a lot of people you just don't know from a distance who just just don't like you and you know it's and unfortunate like, Bro, it's crazy you, yeah and it's crazy and people it's unfortunate just, and it, it begs just, it, it sorry not to get and it'd be the people close to you it'd be, it'd be your mm. own city sometimes mm. the people that you know you're shaking hands with every day be the ones you know low-key plotting so mm. it's like yeah so it's you know we're the only genre that does that, you know. I don't hear, I don't see country artists beef with other country artists, but mm-hmm. you know, or countries, you know. But it's just you just gotta you just gotta be awoke of what's going on around you. And that's that's why I say that because success can leads more money, more problems. You know, yeah, like absolutely, absolutely. Because it's yeah. like, is it if you if you because it begs the question. Maybe next time we talk about this topic, but it's like, is is rap a twenty four seven job? Like, are you allowed to turn off your rap side? Like, absolutely when, not. You know what I mean? So, absolutely <laughs> like, I mean, you every single minute you are a rapper. You are a rapper every moment. You are a rapper. When you I go mean, to Walmart, you're still a rapper. I don't give a damn I'm, where you are. They gonna be like, w- yo, that's such and such. Wanna, oh snap! I wouldn't say twenty four seven. You be a rapper. I feel like twenty four seven. You're a brand. So that's your a good, brand. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, your brand. There you go close to side with your being a rapper so yeah. people know you as your brand like mm-hmm. balenciaga you say the people rock that because you know it's a brand people recognize it mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. i feel like that's going that's 24 7 being a rapper is you know that's what you do, do but your, your, your yeah. brand is what you are i like that that was I like well that. said i like that, that distinction. Well that's said. a good that that's a well hell said. of a distinction that's not that's perfect Let's that well that nah, real talk. Let's let's end that right there. Put a button on that topic. That was real dope, man. Yo 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 yo. Let's take a quick break from the show. Here's this episode's paid promoter snippet. I'm living in this world. Troubles all around. Trying to build a place to live and set freedom right down. Making you Jesus. Come see about me. Everything according to plan, don't do blunders. I'm cool with the kingpin, I don't do runners. I wonder how many times a nigga tried me, can count on one hand. I never been good with numbers, except the odd ones. That's cause I'm an odd one. About to send some guns to cool, I'm hoping he can mod one. Trying to get my soul right, ready for when God come. Everybody Superman, until that nigga Zod come. And then they running at breakneck speed. They wishing it was them, so they hating that it's me. Hope you guys enjoyed that snippet. If you are an artist looking for promotion or more exposure for your music, make sure you hit our email, illadvisedwiseguys at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. Let's move on. Next topic. Uh, we got the ill and the not so advised, guys. Listen, I know we got a, new, a lot of new listeners, a lot of new subscribers over the last year, maybe even two years. But if you guys have been rocking with us for three Four, 
five. Because really, we've been doing this shit since 2015. If you go back and check the dates, let's let's be real. Like this is 2015 in the making. We had a segment uh, a while back called the Illin and Not to Advise, where we used to highlight the newest music that we thought was amazing, which would be the ill. And the not-so-advised music that we were like, bro, like, they put that out. That was garbage. Why did they do that? Y'all can keep that type music, right? Well, guess what? We're bringing that topic back, but we're, we're not just keeping it to music, right? We're just bringing it to really everything that's going on in the world, you know? And so I, I, I'll kick this to Q so that we can kind of kick this conversation off so, MJ, you can understand where we're going with this. You know, yeah. what did you see out here that was ill, within the last week or two that you want to highlight? And then I'm going to ask you the same question for what did you see that was not was so advised? Not so advised. Okay. So yes, I'm going to actually keep it music. Nigo. Right. I don't know if, if that's a familiar name for y'all, but Nigo. I don't know if I'm even saying it right, but he is a guy that's affiliated with the Neptunes, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe he's the owner of the, uh, uh, what's that brand that Pharrell used to rock? Uh, clothing Bait. line, Bait? yeah, 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 Bait, something like that. No, Bait, billionaire, Bait boys billionaire boys. I think it was that billionaire yeah. boys cup, right? Okay, okay. So yeah. recently, he dropped an album uh, called I think it's like Who Is Nigel or something like that. Yes, sir. And on it, it featured a whole bunch of artists like Tyler the Creator, ASAP Rocky, um, Uzi, Lil Uzi Vert, you know, Kid Cudi, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I thought it was pretty dope because it brought. The Neptunes back to this generation, like it. Yeah. The the album to me felt like a Neptunes collaboration album, because yeah. you got a lot of Neptunes production on there, and then you got people that Neptunes rocked with, you know. Yeah. And then also Pharrell had some areas in there. Pusha T clips. You got a Malice. We talking Pusha T and Malice showing on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think his name is No Malice now, but <laughs> you got a Malice showing on there. So I thought it was pretty dope because I thought, honestly, if 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 I was on a uh, if I had to testify, somebody asked me, yeah. who do I think the coolest human being on earth ever was was Pharrell to me. I thought Pharrell was so dope, like the way he dressed, just Man. his swag, you know, his youthfulness. You know what I'm saying? He's from, that, he's from, well, he's from right? VA, he's from bro. VA, you know? So yes, I, thought, I thought Pharrell was the dopest dude ever, especially when he dropped front end and all that stuff. Bro, listen, and that, so, in my, that In My Mind in project. In My Mind project. In My Mind, 0809, when that shit dropped, that exactly. shit classic to me. And to, in, this, in this era of, you know, all these clicks, like, you know, you have Dreamville, you have TDE, people forgot about the Neptunes click with the clips. Uh, you know, they had affiliates like, um, you know, every once in a while they'll work with um, Ludacris and and Snoop Dogg, you know, as a part of their whole click and era. So it was really dope hearing that project because it paid homage to like that era, to that click, to that crew yeah. for a lot of people that in this generation today that may not have gotten a chance. Because if we think about it, that was about 2003, 2004. That was about almost yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. So what I'm going to say, Nigo, I know it was dope. You're not fooling me. That was Clones Volume 2. Remember Clones? Remember that yes, album? Sir. The Neptunes, The Clones? You... With Light Your Ass on Fire. Boom, girl, girl, Light Your Ass on yeah. And all that stuff. 
this was clones number two and so it was dope to finally get that second installment from such a such a dope crew man such i love that i love that i really enjoyed that album too man um that's a good one that's a really really good one man i think i think nigo is like that was a big release like but it was like real inconspicuous in a way i don't really feel like people really was ready for that Mm -hmm. it's a big release so mm-hmm. I'm gonna give my ill, then I'm gonna kick it over to you, MJ. For me, um, I'll go to Pusha T's collaboration with Arby's. I thought that was real ill to me. Like, what, I, I, bro? Like, listen. Here's the thing. You mean the the McDonald's diss record? Yes, but here's the thing. For I'll, I'll keep it to music as well, right? Just because, look. For first and foremost. I think I already knew about this, but like Pusha T, he wrote the "I'm Loving It" song for uh for for McDonald's. Um, a lot of people didn't know that, but mm-hmm. just to see hip hop's influence in just mainstream fast food, the fast food industry, right? That's a whole nother conversation, right? To understand mm-hmm. that he didn't really make a whole lot of money off of that. Apparently, he took an upfront bag, did not take the royalty option. He probably yeah. is kicking himself about that deal. Right. Yeah. But to see him turn around and work with Arby's, diss McDonald's and raise the sales of Arby's by like 10 percent in, in, in like in like that short amount of time. I forget the exact number. I'm pretty sure it's 10 percent. Um, it just to me shows the power of hip hop. Once again, once again, hip hop is showing the world why it is the biggest genre in the world and why to me, I've been saying hip hop has been pop for the last Four years, um, and it's just it's dope to me. It's dope to me how hip hop has 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 its hands in damn near every industry, and the damn fast food industry is is the one that the world is seeing. That's that's fire to me. That's fire to me. Now, what I did not like was Bizarre from D12 making a song <laughs> <Yeah>. dissing <laughs> dissing Pusha T. You guys remember Bizarre that. from Pusha uh, from D12? D12? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Bro, like, why that. did he do that? Why did he embarrass himself like that? That, like, was, that was funny. That wasn't cool. Like, that was hilarious. <laughs> Yo, that was hilarious. Like, I would say it was ill, but I I rock with McDonald's, man. I'm team McDonald's on that Listen, one. I'm like, not picking sides. You know, See, that's the problem. You know, See, that's the problem. That's the problem. Y'all, y'all too busy picking sides between... I don't give a damn about the food. <laughs> one. I'm just talking about nah. the, the actual act of nah. making a diss song. That's dope to me. Nah. That's, that's a dope nah. idea. I ain't rolling. I ain't rolling. Yeah. McDonald's... I, hey, I'm, I'm one of their goons. I'm pulling up. We pulling up to Arby's. Yo, you sound like you sound like Bizarre. That's what Bizarre was talking about. He had McDonald's, but he's up. like, yo, listen. He said, man, we grew up eating the McChicken and the, and the Big Mac. I'm like, bro, I don't care about this shit. What are you talking about, bro? Like, nobody cares. Hey, he was speaking like he got stock in it. Yeah, <laughs> you, know you heard it? You heard it, right? No, I haven't, I haven't heard it yet. Bro, don't listen to it. Do me a favor and don't listen to it. I'm surprised you listened to it. I heard it, man. It's cool. Hey, MJ, what did, what did you think was ill? Recently, uh, oh, recently, I don't know how, what you consider recently. I think last two weeks, last, month, last week, two month, weeks, month, whatever. I still think when 50 Cent came on the Super Bowl was so ill. Ooh, okay, that's, that's that shit was he came when I saw him come out upside down. I was like, yo, what? I'm like, yo, I lost. I think I spilled my drink and everything. I was like, yo, <laughs> this, this man came out to me. That was ill because I. You know, I fuck with 50. Like, you know, that time when he was on fire with Get Rich. 
and that try and power the dollar. He was, bro. That was man. that's my heyday, man. That's that. that that's he when I fell in love. That's when I fell yeah. in love. I fell in love with hip hop before, but that's when I really was like, oh nah, yeah, the, this is what it. Yeah. This is where it's at. I need to be in. I need to be involved in this somehow. Yeah, it, it, I haven't seen nothing that topped that so far. That was that was a that was a dope halftime show. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. I mean that 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 was the best halftime show I seen. I mean 50, 50 Cent man. Like, cause Fifty Cent was not even named as one of the artists. No, the, uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. So when he came out, I'm like, Whoa. yeah, he started yeah. it too. They, they went in their bag for this one. That was it. dope. That they was dope. Kendrick, Kendrick, Snoop, Dre, Mary J, Eminem. Fire. It was just man. fire. It was just a, that was a fire. I loved every right. second of that show, man. Real talk. Yeah, that's just to show the NFL got that bag. Oh, they <laughs> better. They better like, with it. You know what? We, we 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 for 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 a day we gonna forget about the Kaepernick situation. <laughs> you cool? You cool with black people for about a day right now? <laughs> we gonna forget yeah. about the Kaepernick. But uh, hey, yeah, listen, no, it was dope. Y'all better thank Jay Z for that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all think Jay Z didn't have a hand in that? You crazy? Oh, that man pulled. He he had to organize that. But yeah, I I, I don't know. Jay Z bro still Dre. So he wrote Still Dre. Yeah. He did write yeah. that. He did write that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, for them performing, he wrote it. I thought that was probably was a cool feeling. He probably heard it a million times. It's I know. Classic, so. I know. I know. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm such a music fan. I can actually hear Jay Z's style in Still Dre. Like sort of the 100%. flows he was using. You know, like the the style of rapping. I, I used to always be like, oh hell yeah, he did. He did write that. It's, but it's um, crazy how the the Super Bowl, like. Boosts everybody's streams. You know? Oh yeah! <laughs> like the like like people forgot. This is crazy how a platform yeah. like that can really get yeah. your sales back. Yes, sir. He should have he should have put Truth Hurts on there. Truth Hurts. Let her do. Let her let her perform Addiction. She get some streams. <laughs> you gotta chill, man. You gotta. She gotta put. But what, what about Nocturnal? What happened to Nocturnal? <laughs> Remember Nocturnal? What, what, what about them? But, Yo, um, you're the only person still bringing up Truth Hurts. Like, just I just want you to know that. I love Nobody, Addiction. Nobody with, with, with else. Ra, with Rakim? Oh, man. The video, too? That's a good song. That's a good song. And she looked look Yoruba, too. She did. What, so what, did you guys see, what did you guys see that was not so advised? Like, what did you not like? So, oh, man. I would be remiss if I did not mention this, but I'm going to come from a different angle. So, Obviously, the Oscars, you know, uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I still can't believe I'm saying this, right? Doesn't it sound like a dream? Like, Chris, like, literally, I don't know about y'all, but, like, every day of the, like, well, actually, the next day, I kept, like, just stopping in the middle of the day and be like, yo, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock (laughs) at the Oscars? You know, I had to say, like, is this real? And so I think what I did not like, was kind of the reaction, you know. It was kind of all over the place. Um, number one, I thought people talked about it a little too much. Everywhere you turn, everywhere I looked, it was like, is Ukraine even in war anymore? Like, they, it took the back seat to, <laughs> to, 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 you know, Will Smith slapping somebody. And then just kind of the reactions I saw. Like, for instance, some people were like, Will Smith should be demonized. Chris Rock should be demonized. You know, and... Honestly, when I first saw the what I first saw what happened and I kind of understood like why he slapped him. At first, I tried to bring out my tough guy act like, yeah, man, if you gonna talk about his wife, you got to do something. I don't know if you should slap him, but if you slap him, it's OK, you know, 
and I'm over here like kind of disagreeing with everybody that's kind of talking about like how like Will Smith went overboard, uh, which I know in the chat, our friend chat, you know, I was probably one of the people going the hardest for Will Smith. But as time went by, I started to sympathize more and more with Chris Rock. And I started to say to myself, like, damn, man, like Chris Rock, if you looked at his face after he looked embarrassed, he looked he looked just humiliated. And I would not want that to happen to anybody in any circumstance. I do not condone violence. But this is this is the one thing I will say. I will say I don't think any of them should be demonized. I don't think any of them should be demonized. I think, okay, you know, Will Smith did what he did. I probably would not have done that, but I understand in the heat of the moment, he was angry. You know, he probably felt super disrespected. And at that right. moment, you can't tell somebody how to act when they feel disrespected. Exactly. If they slap you. It is what it is, you know, but at the same time, I do think, damn, like actually walking up, going on stage, slapping somebody like that's, that's like a TV show. And at the end of the day, you know, they're two black brothers, you know, yep. and it's like, this is a black versus black thing. And yeah. I think this, in this situation, we're demonizing either way you look at it, we're demonizing two black brothers, you know? And so on the biggest stage, on the hey, biggest yo. stage at the biggest I, moment. I got, so, I got, I got, I got a, Listen, I hear what you're saying. I'm mm. listen, I'm not mad at it. I'm not. Okay? You're responsible. I get it. And for the most part, I completely agree with everything you're saying. But where I kind of deviate is where people say there's no room for violence. There's no place for violence. No, there's room for violence in this world. There's like, room for violence. And, 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 I, and I don't mean that to say, like, we should be out here unprovoked and just causing havoc out in the streets. That's not what I mean. What I mean is like, if somebody is doing something that you deem as um, disrespectful, um, you should try to cre- create your, or get your retaliation in a, in a manner in which doesn't exactly doesn't like compromise other people. So for, for what Will Smith did, I don't, I don't have a problem with what he did. I have a problem with where he did it at, to be quite honest with you. And and maybe and listen, I can't I can't speak on whether or not it was right or wrong to slap the dude. Like only they know what was what the deal was. Like maybe he had a, some issues behind the scenes. Who knows, bro? But like to do it on live TV like that, that was wrong. That was wrong. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. I'm, like I can't well, I, mean, I cannot I cannot condone that at all. But to say he shouldn't have slapped him? No, nah, you eh, should. I mean I don't. I mean I can't, I mean, I can't uh, go that I'm saying like in a perfect in a perfect world we should all have self restraint right in a perfect okay. world. Okay. So what I'm telling you right now, it is not a perfect world. You know what I'm saying? Like Thank you. we don't live in a perfect world. So in a perfect world, if you have that, it's a, it should be honorable. If you have a self restraint where you're so angry that you want to actually slap somebody but you don't do it. Like that should be celebrated. That should be yeah. honored. That should Bro. not be like looked at as he's a punk or he's soft or anything like that. But okay. at the same time, if at that moment you don't got that self restraint, I'm cool with that. Now, now, like if he did that all the time, yeah, like every single time he gets on, like Serge Ibaka, <laughs> it seems like Serge Ibaka. Anytime there's a confrontation, he slaps somebody. Like. That to me, okay, like you're going too far, but like, like at the end of the day, Will Smith had a bad day. 
He just had a bad one all, bad listen, decision. Listen, listen, we all like, have bad days. We all have bad do, days. Do you know? Right? Do you know? I heard. Sorry, I'm not to cut you. I know I'm yapping, but do you know I heard somebody say, "You know what? Will Smith showed his true colors because when he slapped him, if if my true colors were my worst day, or my true colors were a time that I got angry and I did something stupid, y'all would have canceled, man." Y'all would have canceled. Y'all would have shipped me. Y'all would have deported me because I've had bad days and I've done stupid stuff like that. So that's where I'm coming from. Okay. I would not have done that, you know, speaking from where I'm sitting right now. But at the same time, I've not been as angry as I don't know what that feels like when you black out. I don't know. I don't know. I might do it. Yo, so, let's let's just give a little love and so I, no and, demonizing and neither of them. I want to hear your thoughts on this real quick, but like, I can we give Chris Rock some res- love for restraining himself? Listen, I yo, if you saw the slow mo frames, he actually balled up his fist. Like, I saw. He, he wanted. I saw. Like, I think like the the fight or flight. Saw, you know what I'm saying? Saw, like just mentality that comes in when you're being attacked. Like you get in defensive mode. Like, he wanted to. He wanted to do something, but like, can we give that brother some love for not? Yep. Making this Kathy a P. bigger deal than it probably would have been if he would have like imagine if he would have swung back and it would they would have brawled on the stage. <laughs> Bro, that would have been unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, that yeah, man. And the way uh Will turned around, like he strutted back to the seat, like <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yo, man, he, he know how, he know you know who to pick on. <laughs> Ooh, I, 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 I agree with that. That's how exactly how I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um Yo, real quick, man. Um Listen, what I saw that was not so advised. I want to. I want to say, uh, Jordan Lucas, right? What he did to, what he did to Machine Gun Kelly was super whack. You know, listen, I don't know any. I don't know both of these brothers, and uh, I don't know the backstory. But to me, um, just to give you guys a little backstory, there's the Lollapalooza festival that happens, I believe, every year, and uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, speaking of Chicago, like. Uh, Jonah Lucas originally was trying to work out a deal where he would get, uh, you know, get some get paid to perform at the festival. He felt slighted by the festival that he didn't get enough money uh, to perform, and he felt like he was a bigger artist, so his name should have been in more bold print on the flyer. He felt some type of way, and he aired it out on social media. But in the midst of that, he he just completely went at Machine Gun Kelly. I thought it was unprovoked. Right. It was like you're ter- you're trying to get at a dude, but you really have an issue with somebody else. And maybe that's the maybe that's a theme here, because even Will Smith with Chris Rock, a lot of people are saying, bro, he he took his anger out on the wrong person. Like, it's not really him. He really wanted to slap a whole lot of people on social media. But Chris Rock happened to be the last person that said a lot of people are saying shit like that. Right. So I just want to say that, like, Joyner did come out and apologize for misdirecting his anger at Machine Gun Kelly saying that he was he was doing some sucker shit for for really tearing down somebody else when really has a problem with somebody, you know, with another platform. And and I just I see a lot of trends with artists doing that and uh Jordan in particular, man, he seems like a very bitter uh angry guy where maybe he feels like he should be a he should be bigger than he really is. And I thought that, like, that was really ill-advised to take your own personal transgressions and angers out on somebody else who has nothing to do with why you have a problem in the first place. You get what I'm saying? It's like picking on somebody who was an easy target. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't he wouldn't have called out a rapper, a black rapper who was who was who 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 happened to be bigger than him. 
he picked on a dude who has a problem, who had a problem in the past with somebody he's affiliated with in Eminem, right? And I just felt like Machine Gun Kelly is an easy target. And it was just super whack to me to see that. But I'm glad he apologized and he took accountability for being a for for he being a sucker in that moment, doing some and doing some like public public bullshit. You know, I think we all got to stay off Twitter sometimes. Like when yo, when you when you feel some type of way, you don't got to run to Twitter and like tell the world why you're mad. You're gonna look yeah. whack at the end of the day most of the time. Yeah, I text you. I Just text saying. you. I text you. I was pretty pissed. I was like, I saw that tweet. I was like, yo, like, and I think it's just because coming from you know what all of us like. The amount of hard work that we put in and the amount of, you know, just energy that we put into what we're doing, you know, nothing is deserved. Like, you got to earn it. Like, you know, I don't I feel like first off to be like Lola Palooza should have put me on the top billing. Like there's actually measurements I was looking at that says you should not be on the top billing like over MGK or like they looked at the Spotify, right? Listeners per, per month. And MGK was like beating them by like a hundred million. Right. But you know, at the same time, you know, I understand his passion though, you know, cause Joyner Lucas knows he can wrap his ass off. It kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, just because you putting in 200 hours of work, just because you think you're doing good. doesn't always mean you, you're going to be successful. And I know Jordan yeah. Lucas could rap his ass off bar Phenom- for bar with just about rapper. anybody. And he's actually worked with big name artists in the last couple of years, like Lil yeah. Baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lil Dirk. And so I, I get where he's coming from, where people, maybe the fans' reception of him is not where it should be. But I just felt like, you know, as somebody like me and you and, and MJ – like, just keep your head up. You can't worry about what everybody else thinks about you. And you yeah. definitely can't be taking shots at your counterparts just because you're not where they are. And and I waited to bring up this topic. Remember earlier in the show, I brought up that term, ego death. I feel like Jonah Lucas is suffering from that type of... I don't want to say illness because it ain't that deep. But, like, sometimes your ego can be so inflated. You can have a false sense of perception of where you what you are and who you are in the world that you can miscalculate and i feel like that's what he did in that moment you know what i'm saying like i think we've all kind of suffered from that every now and again you know what i mean like shit listen i i wanted to be a rapper when i was when i was younger did did i really believe i was going to be the biggest ever no not at all like i i stayed in my lane i was like nah I, I, i'm cool here <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't be like, nah, fuck that. Nah, I'm just going. I'm just going to do what I need to do, man. I'm just going to keep going. Nah, but like, I didn't want it. And and I think that some people can have a false sense of perception, and and a lot of times, bro, like our ego can't handle it. MJ, have you ever have you ever felt that way? Like as an artist, like have you ever, or not even just musically, have you ever in general felt like, like a, some type of false sense of. You know what I'm saying? Ego, if you will. Uh, no, I think I everybody think so. should, though. Bro, everybody, everybody should, goes through this. Though. Everybody goes no, everybody through this. Everybody should. I, you, get, you get that reality sick in, but you're probably telling, like, nah, 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 nah. You know, but, you know, I kind of, like, keep it to myself. I ain't, I ain't lashing out like they did. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I did, I probably caught myself in that moment, like, ah, mm-hmm. humble yourself, chill, chill. Mm-hmm. And he could, you know, the funny thing, he could have did it behind scenes and nobody would care. There's right, so yeah. many artists that do it behind scenes, nobody cares. 
It's just that when you get to Twitter, damn, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the that's where you make the mistake. Bro, it's uh, embarrassing. It's embarrassing, bro. But hey, listen, I, I, I give grace to people these days. I get it. With this Twitter is such but a part I love, of our, our society. Uh, I like that he I like that he took accountability. I, like I love that he that. walked it back. I love I like that, that he walked it back. It's very important. That. Including mm-hmm. Will Smith, he apologized. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> Keep, apologize when you do something wrong. Moral of the story, all right? Don't act like you didn't Thanks. do nothing wrong. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks what you got for uh, not not so advised, MJ? Me? Man, these gas prices, bro. Man, <laughs> Yo, this, talk about this it. Hurt. This shit hurting, man. I went to the pump the other day. I was like, man, I need to own a gas station. <laughs> man, listen, that, that's, that, that. That shit had me like, what? How much? How much? Yeah. How much is it down there? Like five dollars, four dollars? Like I think like five ninety nine. Yeah, damn. Like Wait for what? Well, we talking about regular? No, I'm talking about, about ninety, like premium ninety three. I think regular right. was like yeah, yeah, five. Yeah. It was like it was like it was like five something. Like five. Oh damn! It's still in the fives. It's yeah, we we like four thirty, four twenty, something like that. Yeah, we, we like in the high fours, Ooh. low fives. Y'all so gotta start walking. Me. It's a damn shame. Get a bike. Get a bike. <laughs> get a bike. Exactly. Yeah, that shit hurt it, man. That's like, Oof. sucks. Now you got to make that hit. You got to make that hit record now, like to, uh, to what, pay for the gas you, prices. Hey, hey, what can we do? <laughs> Supply and demand. I need, I need gas with a whip. I know. Yeah. I ain't trying to go to the gas station. <laughs> no, no, I feel you, man. Gas is crazy, man. I don't know, man. I'm one of the people that like. I don't know, man. I feel like if I got somewhere to be, I just got to bite the bullet, man. Just pay the gas. Like, it is what hey, it is. That's what I like, what, what, like, yeah. like, the idea of not going somewhere because I, I'm worried about gas, just, it bothers me. So I'd rather yeah. just be like, yo, just take the, just take, go ahead, man. Just go ahead and take my $100 to fill my tank up. Like, I hate that shit, but I'm like, fuck you, it. You used the extra gas money for your partners uh, to take them somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I used to do that, bro. People still yeah. do that. People I still used do that? to. I used to like five dollars. I used to be yeah, like, yeah. Man. Oh, you going here? Oh, uh, that's gonna be five dollars. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's back in the day, type five dollars, or you gotta buy me McDonald's. I was about to say that price definitely doubled. Is that oh. Oh. Hey, yo, going back though, real quick. I know I talked about Pusha T, and it's the last thing I'm gonna say, and then we gonna move on. Then we gonna end the show out because I think this has been real cool. Mm-hmm. Does anybody eat Arby's? Have you ever had Arby's? Because I know I have never I, eaten I, Arby's in I my nev- life. I never had Arby's. I've no, had that's... Arby's. You've had Arby's? Yeah, I've had Arby's. I had a uh, what did I? Have? I had a chick. I had a chicken sandwich. Because <laughs> I, you know, they 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 specialize in roast beef. They right. specialize in all that stuff. I, I'm not a big roast beef fan, so I had a. So what it was was I had a coworker that loved Arby's. So you know at. Where, where I was working, parking was hard. So if somebody was going out to eat, they would get food for everybody. So uh, you didn't you didn't want to move your car because you might lose a car- parking spot. You got to circle yeah. around the area for like an hour. So the coworker always used to go to Arby's. And I'm like, yo, I'm starving. I'm just going to go to Arby's and like eat the food. And so I got, I looked on the menu. It was like chicken sandwich. It's like Arby's to me is like Boston Market. It's like, it's eatable. Uh, bro. But I wouldn't recommend going, there. bro. You're, the, you're literally, <laughs> yo. You're. Li- I've been asked. No, since that yeah. push your teeth. This, I've been asking around, like, yo, listen. D- you're the first person who's actually yeah, said I've had Arby's. Arby's. I've asked about twenty people. 
Since I've that, had it one dis- time, one or, one or two times, or something like that. They all, they got curly fries too, like little skinny curly Man, fries. Listen, I'm, but, listen, listen, Pusha T, you're dope for that for that disc. That's fire. You're still, I'm still not eating Arby's, my guy. Arby's yeah. got hella commercials though. They got they do. mad commercials. They do, and none of them are gonna yeah. make me buy that shit. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> let's but I ain't had I, I I ain't had a lot of stuff. I ain't had Sonics before. I've not had <laughs> yo Sonics. I've not had Sonic is good. Had, uh, Hardee's. I've not had all that stuff. Hardee's is good. The breakfast. Yeah. Get the breakfast. Breakfast oh, sandwiches breakfast. are phenomenal. Yeah, hell yeah. I had hey, Waffle listen, House one time. Oh, sorry, my bad. I keep cutting you off. Bro, you like fast food, don't you, man? I said I had one time I said I had Waffle House Which Waffle Oh bruh Waffle House Especially at, at, at night Like after you go out yeah, To a club or so, Oh Be headed Yes we sir We don't got one out here Yeah that shit That's is in Atlanta You gotta You gotta be yeah. from Atlanta Or Or Ooh. something like that To enjoy Waffle House Apparently Or somewhere from the south A lot of them yeah. They got They got Waffle Houses down there Um Yo let's keep it moving though Next topic uh, and this is the last topic. This has been a dope show, like I said, man. Appreciate you for being a guest, MJ. What is your favorite, uh, uh, sorry, favorite uh, genre right now in music? What What's the sound that you hear dominating the, the, the airwaves? You know, is it drill? Is it pop? Is it pop rap? Is it punk rap? Is it pop punk? Country. I mean, you know, there's like a hundred different genres. I can keep yeah. going if I if I need I, need be. If, if. It. Melodic rap is something. There's a lot of melodic mm-hmm. okay. sounds, you know. And, you know that's that's crossover into like the trap souls mm-hmm. and the, you know the everybody just making these melodic ass on. I got some type of melody. Ain't ain't no out bar. Ain't no old school boom bop rap out here. So yeah. I hear a lot of a lot of rap with bar. You no, know, with nice bars inside. You know, that's what I be hearing. Oh, that's what you rock with. Is that your favorite? Uh, yeah, I like the melodic rap. I like the trap souls, you know, the the, the dark sounding, you know, mm-hmm. as well. You know, I'll be I'm open to to pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. I, I just, when I hear it, I know I'm like okay. But what like, you, could you point you to it? a particular song or artist that is like your favorite sound right now? Like, is there a particular right artist now? or sound song? Uh, I mean, Drake, of course. His mm. sound is, mm-hmm. you know, the way he he's, he may, he puts his spin on different type of genres. Mm. You know, that's if you think you're more new, you know, Lil Durk, he's been killing it. Mm. I've been listening to that, and uh, I've been listening to a lot of Donda too. So, oh, Donda, wait, that's a good one. Yeah, so that's uh, and also some Pop Smoke. You know, uh, mm. that drill, to, just to get my New York drill. Yeah, drill. I, I you know, shout out to all the people that's doing the drill me, but something pop to me. He was he was on his way, so I'll be listening to that. Definitely, you no know, Fabio doing his thing though, but you no know, pop. Pop was special. Pop was different. Yeah. Pop, pop was, was different. pop was going to go. He was he was he was he was on his way out of there. Like, yeah, man, it's it, it, man, it's so sad, man. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. I swear that album that came out when he with the rose on it. What was it called again? Yeah. What was the joint uh, called? Superstars Super Super Ain't for the, for the Moon. Yeah. Bro, what he was doing musically on yeah. that album. He was about to be out of here. Yep. Like I'm talking about like he was gonna take this far, you know, like and and I really and this is no knock, man. I really hope that somebody else from New York and it seems like Fabio's trying to take that. However, I haven't heard anything musically, musically from Fabio that lets me know that he's he's able to kind of transition into more 
melodic type music. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Not saying he yeah. can't do it because you never know. I don't want to say people can't do something. I just yeah. haven't heard any signs, and it sucks that Pop was that dude, and he was going to take it to take it to another I level. Mean, Fabio, man. Fabio, I, the one thing I like about Fabio is Fabio. You can tell he wants to be great. Like his yeah. some of the moves he's been making yeah. as of late. Like linking up with Kanye, he did the song with Felicia yeah. Keys and Kanye, mm-hmm. and then yeah. now, if you notice, he's actually featured on a lot of people's stuff. Like yeah. I can tell he wants to be great. Like there's a there's a way to do it, right? He's doing it the Little Wayne way, where yeah. Lil Wayne and Rick Ross, where when they were starting to pop, they just started getting on everything, everything, and like their own yeah. solo stuff was was special. I think Fabio's taking that route, um, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. I love the pop punk sound, man. Pop punk. Like Ian Dior. Like that sound to me, Machine Gun Kelly to a lesser extent. Um, Uzi kind of dabbles in that sound, that pop punk almost sound like a, a child, like a kid that uh don't want to eat the vegetables, like type of sound. <laughs> you know, Mom, I I don't want to eat it, mom. Like that type of sound. Like to me. I don't know. Like it's 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 hella infectious. It's 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 rebellious. Cause I think all of us, we all have like a little bit of rebelliousness in us, and I think that sound really brings out that rebellious, you know, feeling. And another person too is I think is gonna probably take off is uh, Willow Willow Smith. She's a pop punk artist that I think is gonna take it to the next level uh, real soon here. So that's one sound. And then honorable mention would be Afrobeats. Like, Ooh, come on, bro! Don't yeah. don't take my answers, bro. Ooh. What are you doing, oh, man? He's gonna say Afro Beats. Don't, don't, my bad. My, don't take hey, my answers. My answer. bad. I forgot about the Afro. Yeah, that's, that's definitely on the playlist. Afro Beats is just like man. the worst Afro Beats song is still fire. You can still at least shake your ass to the worst yeah. <laughs> Afro Beats song. Burner Boy, Wiz, Burner. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Man. The list, the list. Tim's, Tim's. Tim's. You got, you got Fireboy, DML. That's 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 the yeah. dude that's on fire right now. No pun intended. Like, no, he's he's killing it. He on fire right da- now. David O. Da- you know, David O. Okay, you know, yo, it's a lot of them joints. Fire. Can't go, Fire. can't go wrong. With Don't forget them. about CK, man. So you got there's a bunch of dudes, oh, man. They yeah, out here CK. really moving, like CK, yeah. um, Juan De Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the list is long, bro. The list is long. Really? Hey, hey, Q. Real quick though, man, because you said pop punk, and I don't know if I wouldn't compare what Willow Smith does to like let's say what Playboy Cardi does because. No. Right, and so for me, I, I kind of look at like it as more like rap punk in a way, mm-hmm. because there is an element of rap, and they're infusing it with 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 uh, with, with pop punk music. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, yo, I, I get it. Playboy Cardi, he's a he's an acquired taste of an artist. Me personally, there's probably more Playboy Cardi songs that I don't like or do not want to hear versus the ones I do. However, I would be remiss to not acknowledge that. He is among the forefront of artists that is pushing this sound forward right now. He is a, he's one of the dudes. Nobody ever wants to mention his name because he's he's weird. I get it. He 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 you barely see him. He he has hella antics. He barely drops music. But we bring up Uzi a lot and re- respectfully so. I get it. Uzi's a rapper's rapper. Like he really can rap and he has a lot of size to him. But I think Playboy though Playboy Cardi, bro, he's a he's he should be mentioned as well. 
among the dudes that's really pushing that sound forward. And I don't really hear a lot of people mention it, so I, w- I wanted to do that real quick. Um, but, no, you brought up Afrobeats. I mean, that's I've really been on that more recently, so I'm not going to repeat a whole lot of them names. But, yeah, that's one of those sounds that's really up there for me. The other sound that's really, really important right now is what I would kind of call alternative R&B. I guess mm. we can just call it melodic. You know, it's the, the terms is really limiting. I try not to really get caught up in it. Right? Are you a rapper? Are you a singer? Or do you do both? You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just feel like that sound to me is is really dominating these days. And speaking of that trap soul wave that uh, you brought up, uh, MJ, ironically, you had a song, I think you put out, what, two years ago with Ye Ali? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I forget the name of the song right now. Fell in Love. Fell in Love. There you go. Like, Ye Ali is one of them dudes that's been doing that sound for that I'm talking about. That that alternative R&B, trap soul, melodic R&B. He's been doing that for years and really hasn't gotten a, a I feel like a, a real national spotlight, if you will. And, and, I, and I do love that sound a lot. And I feel like right now, that's the foundation of what rap music is, is right now. Everybody's trying to sing. If, you, if they are rapping, they're trying to use some type of melody. And they're talking about pain. They're talking about pain. And that's that soul so, aspect. Is that, that your favorite that goes sound? Into it. Is that yeah, one it kind of it, it kind of is, bro. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of is. Okay. I'm a okay. fan of I'm a fan of pop rap. I told you this like off off mic mm-hmm. uh, before we before we joined. I, I really mm-hmm. love pop rap, and by that I mean people like Ian Dior, the, mm-hmm. the uh, some of the singles that um play uh, uh, Polo G drops. You mm-hmm. know, rap star. You know, that was mm-hmm. one of the biggest songs that dropped last year. You know, them them, them rap songs that they're not super hip hop, but they they're the kid kid Leroy. They're, the Kid Leroy. I, I really, I'm a fan of that, dog. I really do mm-hmm. like that sound a lot. It's refreshing to me. So, you know, it's interesting. We didn't know, none of us, well, I guess MJ kind of brought up Drill. Like, where does Drill stand? Like, is can Drill take over what, I guess, the trap has had its handle grip on? Like, the hip-hop game. Like, can Drill take over, be the dominant sound in hip-hop? Because, personally, I like Drill, but when some people do it. Like, you know, I love when Fabio does it. I love when Pop does it. Pop Smoke does it. But then there's some artists where I'm like, eh, not quite sold yet. Like, Nicki Minaj, she did it. Like, uh. I actually like when French Montana does it, believe it or not. But can Drill become that go-to sound that makes superstar rappers? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just another subgenre from Trap, you know. So Mm. I feel like... So I feel like they come hand in hand, you know. It's just the UK. That's that's they they with those type of beats, mm-hmm. and now it's just co- crossing over to the US. So I believe so, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, I believe it can happen. But you know, trap, drill, you know, I think they go hand in hand. I don't think one will uh, take the other. Mm-hmm. But trap is still the is the umbrella, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Yo, look, man, I, we could talk music with you all day, man. I, I really I really enjoyed this combo. You know, like I said before, man, I appreciate you for, uh, you know what I'm saying, coming through and and, and really being that, the the you know, a, a good presence on the mic and, and really conveying your thoughts. Yeah, you 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 did your thing, man. I'm, I'm going to give you your credit good on vibes. the mic, not only just oh, off man. camera. Yeah. 
Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Man, no problem. 100%, man. And look, listen, um, like we said at the start of this episode, you can catch us on every platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Y'all know where to find podcasts. I don't have to really say it a whole lot. Uh, Like this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Subscribe to the pod nonetheless. Our socials will all be on the screen slash in the description. Let me let me get y'all social shout out. Let me let me get y'all so I can lock y'all in. Oh, for sure. Mine is uh U C H A Y V A uh, on every platform, Instagram and Twitter. I do use Facebook, but very rarely. Yeah. yeah. And uh Q Q Q for Sheezy Q D E E Z Y and then the number four C Z S H E E Z Y. That's on Twitter. Sorry, on Instagram. And then uh, on Twitter, I'm QD is not available. QD isn't available. Uh, yeah, gotcha. So. I just locked y'all in. I'm MJ Grizz. M-J-G-R-I-Z-Z. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just locked you in as well, man. Yo, this has been dope, man. Hey, where can the people... Obviously, not not where they can they find you, but what can they expect from you next? You you talked about it a little bit, but kind of recap for the people. Yeah, pretty much new, more music, more visuals. If you're in Chicago, April 10th, I'll be performing live at Spy Bar. And, um, yeah, just just be more consistent. Right now, we're pushing Talk is Cheap. We're pushing Shake mm-hmm. Some. We're pushing all these songs that is probably older to me, but it's new to a lot of listeners. So we're <laughs> trying to get that out there. Yeah. And at the same time, we're going to pull. We got more music in the bag, more visuals in the bag that we're about to release and wrap up. And, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy it and uh, get used to the name MJ Grizz. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All day, man. I saw that talk is cheap video too, man. You had some tings in there. Listen, that's all. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it there. I'm gonna keep it there. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> had them tings. Uh, but anyway, uh, listen. As always, if you're giving advice, make sure it is ill. Yes, sir. <laughs>